Hi, welcome back to Let's Talk Tamil Movies. It's your host, Ramya. And Asfind. And today we're doing something new where we talk about other aspects of a film. So we chose two movies and we're going to talk about the writing behind the film. So on today's episode, we're talking about Kamal Hassan's writing behind the scenes. So we chose two movies that we specifically like that had Kamal Hassan's writing in it. He's done a lot, but we just chose two specific ones. And we're just going to talk about what we like the most and if they had similarities, what we didn't like and whatnot. Go ahead. Tell us about Unbasive. So first, I'll just give a small summary about the movie. So it's basically about this man who has a communist beliefs and he is a atheist, right? But he he kind of believes in uh, treating people uh, nicely and treat, basically saying treat people to the best of, of ability you can. And he meets this guy called uh, which is Madhavan and they're basically opposite in a way as in Madhavan is kind of a person who cares about money and he thinks he knows everything but he's young as well so he kind of as the story goes on you see how Kamal became this man and how Kamal kind of influences Madhavan into he kind of ends up by the end he kind of his opinion and stuff is similar to Kamala as in caring about other people and stuff. So it's directed by Sundati, which is Ramya's favorite comedian act, uh, director who did amazing movies like Adam Money, Adam Money 2, and Adam Money 3 soon. And okay. the music is by Vidya Sarkar, who is one of our favorite childhood music directors, 100%. One of, uh, one of the people we listen to a lot growing up and it's good to hear his old songs all the time. The story, so obviously, is by Kamal Hassan, which is why we're talking about it today. So the movie's cast includes Kamal Hassan as Nalasivam, Madhavan as Anbarasu, and it has Nasa and Kuran, and it has a bunch of other people who are Kamal's friend, but they don't have a super serious character. So you don't really listen. Oh, and there's one more important character, and that's. <laughs> Sangu, which is the doggy in the movie, and it's it's got it's got a bigger character than a lot of <laughs> a, a lot, lot of the of other characters. Yeah, but yeah, it's very cool. It's it's a really important character in the movie. We'll start talking about how you think his writing impacted the movie. I feel like overall, that's so hard to pay attention to. Hmm. When you're watching a movie, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, the writing did this. Like that's. It's yeah. pretty hard. But the like the acting was great for from Kamal and Madan. So we kind of just it's not distracted, but as in they kind of we pay attention to that a lot rather than what's going on within the story. But a part where I don't know why Kamal or maybe Sunasi did it, but you know at one point there's that kid who's in the ambulance about to and Madhavan gave him blood and uh, he goes to buy a ball for the kid because the kid wanted a ball. And then Kamal says, oh, he has a son, blah, blah, blah. And they get uh, they get the same ball for both of them. So I don't know if there's a... And it's a globe. So I was thinking there must be some kind of hidden meaning why they do, he did, gave the exact same ball to both of them, like a dog and a kid. Do you think there's any hidden um, meaning? I guess overall in the whole movie, trying to be a good human being... So I feel like they were like, oh, even if it's a dog, treat it as kinder, maybe? One thing I did notice about the writing in this was that 
it definitely had a huge like a different meaning to it as in sense of like you have to be a good human being and whatnot but in the beginning it comes off so funny yeah. especially Kamal's character so I thought like obviously the transition was done so smoothly that we didn't even notice the comedy go away and even though they do that flashback and you don't see Kamal being that funny but I feel like that definitely worked that's something that the writing did it's hard these guys acted really well too and it's yeah. just you don't know what to say but yeah overall in writing sense I I would say it's good because it has a bigger meaning I just don't know how people took it because he's an atheist yeah. and he mentions that a lot in the movie yeah he has he does add references to things um sanskrit being the god's language and stuff about tiruvalluvar and stuff so i guess it makes sense why he some people didn't really like to appreciate the other stuff but so you know when they introduce nasad's character there he does that he comes in like a performer and stuff that seemed like something Kamal would want to do. It was, right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like something Sundatsi decided. It seems like something yeah, yeah. Kamal already had planned because they were already drama artists and right. if he comes in like that. It's good, but there are moments that make you question it. So I guess that's what Kamal's writing is, right? He makes you wonder why the hell he did this in the first place. But no, obviously it's become like a classic now and it's appreciated now compared to when it came out. It's a very sad movie yeah. overall. But even though it's sad, like at the end, even though the comedy kind of like is not as funny towards the second half, there's still parts that make you smile. Just even the ending where the guys, he doesn't, he basically says, I'm not going to kill you, blah, blah, blah. And then Kamal says a dialogue, I'll let you live or whatever. It kind of makes you smile even at the end, even though it's not really comedy, it's still funny or it's kind of happy, I guess. So, right. Right, it's kind of like the whole change of your perspective. So I guess that's the whole writing behind the movie, right? Or the story of the movie is to change your perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then I don't know if Kamal actually has a complete communist beliefs in real life, but does really talk about how people should be equal and countries from the West are coming and trying to take over the country pretty much as in he even makes son of Madhavan at one point saying he's basically like a dog to the western companies oh yeah yeah. that's why they kind of at one point they do have like hey well even from the beginning Madhavan kind of doesn't trust Kamal up to a certain point so that did (laughs) that did he's a terrorist (laughs) and then Kamal's like yeah it's good looking people who end up being terrorists and They even remind, they say the same thing, like, halfway through as well. Um, when Madhavan gets robbed by this guy on the chain. Do you know if he did the dialogues of this movie? I think he might have partially, but I know someone else did uh, help with the story. Someone called Madhavan, I think he's a cartoonist, but I think I've seen him in some other common movies as, like, an actor. I Actually, I think in this, he might have came in as a small role. Okay. But he does, I think I've seen him in other comic movies as well, so it, it kind of makes sense why um, they have some that kind of comedy in it. It was a movie that was definitely, you can see it was written by Kamal just because he put a lot of his perspective into it. It is fictional, but in a sense that he just kind of put his beliefs into it and he didn't actually do it like a great fictional movie. You know what I mean? 
like it's I would say it's like some of the things that he believes in. He kind of just put all those ideas together and tried to make something. And it, I think it's a it's a good way to make movies as well. It doesn't have to be something where you just have a story and then you add stuff afterwards. Sometimes it's nice when you have like all of your like own ideas and then you just put it together. Right. Yeah, like definitely it probably inspired like so many films just because of what he believes in and he did it. But I also, yeah, I just feel like it's a different type of genre for Kamal to write. Like he's done. He's done comedies, like complete comedies. This was, yeah, yeah. This was somewhat a comedy drama, but it was a series after overall, it wasn't really just a comedy movie. Well, he's done just comedy movies as well. Right. So, like when you watch those films, you see it as like a movie but this is in a sense more than a movie so i guess you know at the very end he kind of killed it just for making everyone well me think that not everyone i don't know if any, i'm pretty sure this is the most obvious thing in the movie he the title is unbasivan which is love is god and it's basically a combination of two of their names one of them is nalasivam the sivam and the other guy is unbarasiv but yeah, so he just took the unburn and then they joined them together. And it's a movie that everyone should check out, but it's different, but it's a good, it's a good difference. <laughs> the film I chose is a 2004 film called Vidamandi. It was directed, written by Kamal Hassan. The cast was Kamal Hassan, Abhirami, uh, Pasubadi, Napoleon, Rohini, Nasir. It was fully stacked in the sense of cast especially for back in the day you didn't see these guys on screen anymore so it was nice to see them back he did majority of the movie which i do have a comment on he had this movie back of his head and he gave sundar c and basivam which is kind of unfair because this movie actually did good yeah so this movie is basically a typical countryside movie but he did have a twist on it so it's like a kind of violent film between two of these major major people in a town i guess so one was pasubadi's character and the other one was napoleon's character and kamal played a character called virumandi who's in the middle of this so the movie just shows you what's happening between everybody but it just focuses on pasubadi's perspective and virumandi's perspective actually doesn't start off with the town it starts off with rohini's character who is a doctor who's doing research about death sentences and she basically wants to get rid of it and she goes in to interview these these prisoners uh one serving life and one serving death sentence and that's when she gets to know about the story and that's when the audience gets to know about the story uh yeah so that's the movie the writing was wild especially just the fact that he showed the first perspective of the movie and the story you hear from Pasubadi so you obviously support Pasubadi's character in the beginning and then the second part, you see Rohini's character meet Virumandi and he starts telling his story and you see the second part. What are your comments yeah, on this? Yeah, I was going to say, he did like a really convincing, I, I don't know, partly obviously it's because of the performance, but also because of the way they show it. So when possibly is telling us that the, and we see all of that, it just seems like we kind of, as soon as we get to Virumandi's like, before they're going to start his perspective, we kind of think that he might, like, Kama might be in the wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. Because even, like, 
his introduction, he's kind of saying bad stuff about the mm. interviewer. So it kind of makes us think maybe I was just like, whoa, Kamal did a movie about himself, his character being the bad character. Bad yeah. yeah. And then you start like continue, they continue, and then you're like, oh, wait. Up to a certain point, to possibility's like perspective, it seems it's his actual perspective and he's not like changing anything. Yeah. And... yeah. Especially like in his perspective, he acts like he's a confident guy. He's a chill guy and stuff like that. And obviously, Vidamandi is a bad one. But in the other perspective, you kind of see where he's left out so many things, right? Mm. Um, yeah. Yo, Pasavadi killed it. Pasavadi seriously killed this movie. If you guys haven't watched this movie, watch it for Pasavadi. I definitely would say writing is what made this movie. And there was a scene between Vidamandi and his grandma where I thought the acting was incredible. But like other characters had to meet up to it, then it's definitely the writing too right i really liked the perspectives of both the characters apparently is it called the rashmon effect so it's a narrative of both perspectives and i don't think we've really seen much of that i mean we've seen in some movies they would show a tiny part and then they forget about it afterwards but in this one they did it throughout so up to like the ending where we kind of know who's right or wrong till then they they do that so yeah it makes sense um, I really liked that it wasn't just like a countryside movie. Do you know what I mean? Like they brought in that research of death sentences into yeah. it. And I kind of felt like that helped with the perspective of the movie. It wasn't something that you see normally. Like, um, oh, oh, and yeah. because the lady interviews them and she's someone who's kind of from a background where someone did get um, the yeah. death sentence. She kind of has the sympathy. In it. Yeah, yeah. So... It's not like they just chose a random person, but also they made sure she's, but she's well educated and stuff. So it's not someone who, someone who's gonna actually listen, and it's gonna be someone who, yeah. who has kind of a modern and educated opinion of what's going on. Right. Yeah. So like even the way that character was like written, it helped too. Only thing I did find kind of weird was the police corruption issue. He does say that oh he's the reason why Kamal's character got a death sentence. Like he's like, oh I can do this to you too. And he kind of like threatens other people with it. But at the end of it, like Nasser's dying and he's a cop, but he's a good cop. I don't know what's the whole point of this. Like you could have just avoided it, but I guess that's what avoided his death sentence, right? So yeah. Raja made the music. The theme music. <laughs> I know, you know, so we have it like twice or three times at the beginning. Like yeah. the Vidamandi thing. And then I was like, oh, wow, why isn't he playing it anymore? And then at the end, he does play it. Like, yeah. you know, when the children, it's like, yay. <laughs> I wasn't really expecting it, but I was wondering because it sounded so good. And then why would he not even play it again? It's but, so yeah. catchy, too. Yeah. One thing I would say that was so weird about the music was that weird tone that he played in the very beginning. Not the intro of Kamal, but the intro title. And oh, like okay. Weird, okay. annoying sound. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was wondering yeah. why I was. <laughs> and like after a point, it didn't get annoying. It would be like it's kind of like an intro to tell you that something serious is gonna happen. I don't know what Ilaraja thought he was doing, but it actually kind of worked out to his end. Uh, yeah. So I felt like overall, this movie wasn't just like a small story. It had a bigger picture to it, and it kept like getting bigger. So like in the beginning, you thought it was a fight between Pasubadi and Virumandi. And then it's between, like, the death sentences and her. And then overall, it's Vidamandi trying to be a better guy. Oh, and I really do want to talk about Napoleon. He kind of killed it. I don't understand why his character was still nice to Vidamandi, though. 
I wouldn't have, especially his mom. I would have never helped. I would have been like, whoa, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, I, I was kind of confused at that. But maybe, I don't know if you realized that Kamu actually came to his area to be nice. But I don't know how he would have found that out. It's not like when he originally right. went there to be, to say sorry. But then obviously things got messed, <laughs> messed yeah. up. Things are bad for I, everybody. I was like, so when when Kamal was saying what that happened, I was like, okay, why did the other guys come? And then yeah, they turned up and oh, it was a mess. Even like impossible these stories where he's like, oh, he got crazy and he started beating me up, and I was like, okay, yeah, sounds like a Virumandi thing. And then you see Virumandi's perspective, and it's just like, oh. yeah. he's dumb though. He like even tries to say like say the line his girl told him about money pickerevan. Manishan or something, <laughs> yeah, and he called yeah. himself a Viren. I'm like, yeah. oh god, you're defeating the whole purpose. Um, think the dialogues written by Kamal again. So something similar, I would say, between this and Ambassador is it has the thing about justice. I guess like here, obviously justice for him, but then the other one has got justice, justice about the workers who got injured, and even the workers who are working and are getting low wages. He kind of fights for that. So it's all got both have uh, some kind of story related to people getting justice and getting what they actually deserve. That and I also feel like it's also about be- becoming a better person over time, right? In Enbasive, I'm like obviously he comes back better after his flashback, but in Vidamindi, in the very end, he's like asking, not asking, he's saying that she's fighting for me. And I'm trying to be a better person. So I've, even though they're in Vidamani, especially, he's straight up crazy. But it's something that they're working towards to becoming like a better person. So Oh, there's one more thing I was going to say is sharing. And maybe it's a communist thing again. Where Obviously, in Ambasivam, it's loads of communist stuff. But in Vidamani, he talks about the world and saying everyone should be allowed to use it. And it's something that everyone should own. It makes sense why he kept it because he wants everyone to use it. Blah blah blah. But and plus he wanted to do farming, which he, he clearly did didn't end up doing. Yeah, huh? He did give it away, right? Yeah. By the end of it. Yeah, but you got just the beginning. But yeah, so that's I guess another communist thing. But but the comedy, like the jokes they made, weren't really the same in both because yeah, they just weren't the same. Yeah, the way he talked in this movie was funny, but in Anbe Sivim, he actually did things and acted a certain way. Yeah, because in Vidamad, he seemed like a half-drunk guy all the time. Well, he does seem dopey, while in Anbe Sivim, he was more of a... I, I wouldn't say normal, but it wasn't as different, I guess. He was happier, like, naturally. The one thing I liked was, oh, it wasn't really younger, it was more like when he was um, more abled, he didn't seem like super happy all the time or anything. He just seemed like a normal guy. But then after all of this happens, he seems to, I guess, appreciate everything around him. And even like when he sees the nurses, you know, the sisters, they seem super cool. And how the lady, she calls him handsome. And then she calls the other guy handsome as well. And I don't know, just, you know, when they do the blood, donate blood, that part of I me. Mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I found that funny, but yeah, so I just like how he appreciates everything around him. And I guess it's something everyone should do. I guess that's part of the story <laughs> to like appreciate what you have. Yeah. And There was actually a dramatic change between his flashback character and then 
who he ends up being. This is not that obviously he still cares about communism and he still cares about, but it's just that he kind of changed even more, like changed yeah. after the year. So I think that's all we have for this episode on behind the scenes Kamal Hassan's writing. So he's done a lot of writing. He's done movies like Wisharubo Mazel. Uh, so obviously it's completely kind of very different to the kind of stories we talked about you should check out his the movies he wrote and he's directed a lot too it's always something new and i guess you would agree that he's way ahead of his time and probably will be forever <laughs> because he's always doing stuff that other directors wouldn't do especially in Tamil cinema do let us know if you noticed anything similar between his writing or directorials and do tell your friends who like to watch Tamil movies to check out our podcast and a new podcast every Monday.